0: Welcome back to Let's Tech More Nick. I'm Devontae. And this is Eric. Let's Tech More Neck. Mmm, y'all hear what I say. Let's Tech More Neck for your mother and your brother. We're gonna hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days. And it's strange people live in strange ways. So expect Let's Tech More Neck. So today I'm a little sick, so Eric's gonna do a good portion of the talking today, so I don't fucking cough and sneeze everywhere. Eric, how you doing, my man? Uh, I'm doing well, honestly. My life has—it's been a
1: little insane, but uh, I've been uh, feeling pretty good as a whole. You know, I think since we've started this, you know, I've created enough stability in my life. You know, cutting out the drinking, the online dating apps, the hooking up, limiting it. You know, trying to be—I'm mindful of it i'm able to withstand a lot more in my life now so you know that stems from again not being having the high highs and low lows that we're basically bombarded with every day you know that and it's not just alcohol and drugs and and the things that used to hit us now it is technology i mean it really is like you were were basically chasing these enormous highs you know obviously we all know mine was porn and tinder extremely stimulating as any guy That's listening to this can admit, and uh, you know you can really take and spike that to levels that you know our ancestors couldn't even dream of, and when you limit that,
0: it really does help your life a lot. Honestly, so I know that's a fucking fact. I mean, when was when was the last time you were actually on Tinder? Was it the fucking that one time you got that girl over in like two hours? Yeah, actually. This is how addicting it
1: is. I mean, this is this is tough to talk about. I think I did one I did it once more after. So that was December. So this is we started talking about not watching porn in November of 2022, right? Okay. So as I limited that you know, at that point I I don't think I was I also stopped using dating apps as well. So so stop the dating apps. Limited porn. I know I didn't quit right away, trust me. It, it took a long time. And um like basically end of November. I mean the timing isn't that important. End of November, I used Tinder, had that girl over in two hours after downloading the app. I literally timed it. It was I think it was under two hours. She was over at my house. Um single mom just went through a divorce, you know, kind of I would say what a lot of the dating apps have on it. And then hyper successful polygamous males like myself, you know, basically fiending on essentially what the Coolidge effect is. And then literally being able to tell her, no, I, I just had a conversation with her about, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm really trying to better my life. I downloaded this app cause I'm bored. You know, it's an incredible drive for a man, you know, very stimulating to have a new novel partner. Any guy can attest to that you know, to forego that. And I told her, I'm like, everything in my body is like, we should fuck because you're down to fuck. Like, I don't even know who you are. I couldn't tell you her name right now. You know, she was all about it. She's like, oh, you seem nice. You're decent looking enough. You clearly have your shit together. Okay. You know, I'll fuck you. And, um, you know, I, I said no. I mean, we sat and talked on the couch for a couple hours and then she went home. But I actually do think it was two weeks later maybe. I did download it again. I never told you this either. I downloaded it a girl had just moved here for grad school mm. and I went over to her place. She was running a place with a friend and I definitely fucked her for sure. And I felt terrible after, mm. um, I was like, damn, like I've been working on this thing with my friend. We started a podcast. I am, you know, trying to quit hooking up, you know, just cause it's just for the sake of doing it, you know, to fill time basically. And, um, you know, she really hit home. I'm like, how do you feel? I mean, again, we was like super hot. Like you're clearly into me, you know, you're cute, like, and nice and kind. And it's like, okay, you know, I feel nothing. I mean, after we were done, I was like, I'm, it's not that I feel nothing. I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like I'm just not doing anything with my life. And she just said, I just feel bad about myself. Like I was just, essentially chasing the same dopamine you were chasing probably. she
0: she said she feels bad about yourself yeah. or
1: you she said she felt bad about herself for sleeping with me yeah that it's like oh shit like yeah i'm just using
0: this to kill time too you know how not many, women how many women do you think feel bad about doing that do you think men do you think <laughs> men or women feel bad more oh i think women feel worse probably you think so but i mean it depends on the girl you know i can't
1: speak for everyone you know, i can walk out of there and again it's towards the end the last two years of my life hooking up was just like ah like I, I yeah this is just a waste of time like it's hot and fun and you know this is you know the 60s again on steroids and uh but it's not worth it you know it's not worth the time and energy i'm spending to hook up with random people around the state online specifically online especially
0: post-covid so do you think men or women lie more (laughs) just in the grand scheme of things like no it's both it's equal i mean doing my job for 11 years i've heard
1: it on both sides they just do about different things you know i would say you know again our our natural tendencies as people are to behave like our ancestors did men want to have sex with a lot of women Women want the highest quality guy, hunt, gather, gather resources, which today in today's world is money. And obviously the males that can present themselves well best physically can gather the most resources, get the most sexual opportunities. And obviously it's scaled. You take professional athletes and they would blow me out of the water. I mean, I couldn't touch what they do, you know, in a week, in a year. So, you know, and again, that's okay. And we've always done that, you know, through, through human history. That's always how it's been structured. You know, the, the leader, the chieftain of the tribe got all of the, the women. That's always how it, was, how it worked. But for today's society, it creates problems because of how many people are on the planet on top of the, the yeah, again, the stability of our society as a whole. You know, uh, you know, if we're going back to polygamy, that means we're probably going back to caves too. And that's a, that's a deep thought of if we continue to behave this way. You know, we're going to de-evolve essentially. And you're going to see a lot more men like me. I mean, I'm literally like here in my cave. You know, I, I own my home, kind, successful, charismatic, decent looking enough where I literally can get sex most days of the week from women ranging from early 20s to well into their forties, you know, of just looking for hookups for for fun. You know, we're all here
0: just to have fun. You know, this is an absurd illusion. So why not? You know, I'm starting to think people don't have sex for fun anymore. I think a lot of people are are having sex to run away from something else. <laughs> honestly, Ooh, that's a deep. I like that. Yeah. I mean, because we're in a we're in the hookup culture now, mm-hmm. and I think we're just fucking to escape our own realities now we're not using it as fun Mm -hmm. like we did back in the fucking 60s and 70s i think we're using it like i mean i know whenever i would masturbate most of the time i was doing it because i was fucking depressed angry something was going on i was trying to escape reality it was a defense mechanism and i think a lot of people are doing that today i don't think this hookup culture is due to oh it's fun it's temporary fun for like for most of you guys maybe two minutes (laughs) <laughs> right. But it's not, I don't think it's used for fun. I think it's used to escape reality for a slight second. Well, that's very deep. And, you know, I would argue there's probably a lot of other stimulus that are
1: doing that too. So, again, beyond sex, it would be things like excessive travel. So, this is based on my experience mm-hmm. watching people excessive travel. Yeah, and that tends to be more women, uh, consumer based. Uh, so, they will do the excessive travel on top of excessive consumption, you know, driving. Basically, <laughs> fuck. Sorry, we're laughing because uh, my neighbor is—he's uh, putting a bumper on his truck, and uh, you know we'll go into our f- financial podcast after this of how not to spend your money <laughs> on things.
0: <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> well, I think the thing is is that, and I can't—I can't speak for women. This is just a thought from my my lens, my perspective my perspective from what I think I'm seeing. I think a lot of these women are sleeping with some guys just because they're given a brief amount of attention and it's not, it's not so much that they actually like them. I think they're like, Oh, well, he's actually giving me some attention and I don't usually get attention sometimes, not in, in person. Anyway, they're getting dinged up on likes on fucking Instagram and shit all the time, but there's someone actually giving them attention in person. They're just like, okay, I'll show them the time of day for fun, but it's not for fun. It's they're They feel something. It's their, their urge to actually feel something. Now, again, I don't fucking know this to be fact because I'm not a woman, but I think a lot of women are sleeping around to escape reality to, or to actually feel something from somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, that's, that's something I think it would be hard for us to say, obviously. And again, going back to the who lies more men or women, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't everyone is trying to adapt and survive and you know that's always how it's been through all of human history or all of any living creature i don't care if you're a fucking squirrel or a rabbit you know we're organized in a much different different way than a squirrel or a rabbit now and um you know again we've become so populous and so intelligent it's hard for people to really even understand you know their own lies you know again what the sin in us the a natural creature trying to do its best to survive and again how to create stability it, it both creatures are lying you know essentially you know in order to survive people will say kind of what it takes and obviously to have fun, like you said, I, I don't know. I mean, it's that's a tough thing to think about. Is this an escape or is are we reverting back to a very natural state? You know, I would argue I look at my life and it is a natural state. I'm just fucking right. having fun, you know, not caring. You know, I, I care about people in my life, but I don't care about the greater whole as what happens to our society or anything else. I was only caring about myself. And I think that's what is happening on a global scale for developed countries. Uh, People living in developed countries is essentially all we care about is ourselves, our own rights, our own freedoms. Like, you don't get me. I've learned, oh, you gather the resources, you work out, you take care of yourself. You can blow backs out left and right, which I would argue is the most stimulating activity a man can do. Mm, Is that- necessarily something I want to do the rest of my life I thought so thought oh I have it all figured out well, it turns out well didn't have it figured out and um, you know I definitely I got hurt and you know a lot of a lot of things have happened in my life and a lot of things you know are happening in my life right now that are just coming to light from behaving that way that it makes you step back and be like eh, okay well maybe living in our just pure natural state which is essentially what my brain was trying to get back to
0: It isn't beneficial for you or society, honestly. I think life has a way of uh, bringing us back to reality. (laughs) Especially when we least expect it. Mm we can be going through life thinking that we're doing all the right things. (laughs) And be like, oh, we're just like skipping through fucking life. You know, we're ignoring all this other shit. And life likes to fucking come up like, hey, remember you're alive. and Shit happens to people and it's going to fucking happen to you. I mean, how are you dealing with things that are happening to you currently <laughs> um I'm well, again going back to the very beginning of the of this podcast
1: is uh I'm handling very well because I've created stability in my life, not a perfect life, and I know I'll fuck up continuously that's just who humans are. You just fuck up in life, get hurt, make mistakes you know it's just that's, that's living life but I'm able to handle you're if you're able to handle things in a way when you when you have that stability you can take on crazy shit that happens in your life and the mistakes you you make you you respond to them a lot better you're not anxious you're not overwhelmed by anything it's it's much more manageable so yeah for the viewers out there um wasn't going to share this yet but i probably have a kid (laughs) and uh he is going to be six years old tomorrow. And uh, yeah, just something that I kind of put out of my mind for the last seven years, you know, of mid 20s. I was 25, 26, and um, doing a lot of hooking up, a lot of hooking up at that point. And uh, I uh, hooked up one night at the bar super late. You know, thought she was on birth control, or I think she was on birth control, but I don't know, you know, that's not 100% effective. You know, I was drunk. And- Probably didn't wear protection you know, which isn't fucking smart if you are gonna do that stuff <laughs> and uh, yeah um, she reached out to me about two months later you know at this point I had no idea who this was I was like, oh shit I hooked up with a lot of people you have to be way more specific about who this is and I was like oh drunken monkey two months ago oh yeah yeah oh I remember you yeah what's up oh you're pregnant oh haha what a joke. Oh no, you're for real. Okay. Well prove it to me. I got very combative. I was just like, prove it to me. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know, whatever. I, I know I wasn't nice. And, uh, you know, I get why she never reached out to me, you know, in her defense honestly is that you know, I was so probably combative back then about it because I didn't have stability in my life. I was living my life completely balls to the wall mm-hmm. thinking that I had to figure it out. And, um, you know that I I just pushed her away, and she's like, "Well, I that, obviously she wanted to have the kid, and you know knew that I didn't want to be a father. You know, have you made that very clear? I guess I'm sure, I I know I did because I know that was most of my attitude until I probably hit about thirty. So, yeah, she uh, basically didn't tell me her <laughs> kid will be six. So it's been six years, and got a letter from Weld County saying she was pursuing me for child support and um you know i back, brought back a flood of memories of like oh shit i don't even know who this person is and it was a one night stand and you know i it was just a lot to take in i mean i was but i took it okay for for as big of a news as that was where you don't know you have a child and then you find out in one day more or less you know i kind of confirmed that days later but you know i knew deep down i'm like oh shit that was that one time and i just had a feeling i'm like he's probably mine I just had that internal feeling. What has that done for you mentally? (laughs) Since I found out? Yeah. Um, Well, again, I was a shell of a person, and I didn't really know how to feel the first couple days. And then I feel okay with it now. Like I I mean, I I can sit with it, and and it, it made me look at the world in a different way. It was like, oh, shit, there's part of me out here now, and I want to take responsibility for that, you know, in a way that puts something above myself for sure. You know, I, old me would have run away. I mean, I would have just paid the child support, you know, and just never said anything. Oh, I don't want kids. This is absurd. I don't want to put in the effort to do that. And now at this point in my life at 32 going on 33, um, having gone through what I've gone through since meeting Devante, I, uh, actually do care about what happens with my life and what happens with his life, you know? And again, I still need to do the paternity test, everyone, so don't get too excited. Um, But it's more than likely mine. (laughs) Let's be real. Anyone that's seen the pictures knows it's uh, like, "Ah, yeah, you had a kid, dude, (laughs) and he's six now. (laughs) Fuck, that's, that's crazy to hear me say, but the fact I can
0: mentally handle it, like it feels good. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be a dad. I'll be a good dad. Do you feel like it's brought more purpose to you? Or do you yeah. still kind of feel the same, like, oh, just out here living, and now I just have a kid, and I'll take care of him? But do you feel like there's more purpose for oh, me? absolutely. More meaning?
1: No matter how this ends up, because I will do what's best for the child and myself. You know, I know I'm interjecting at an odd time in his life, but, you know, dev- developmental time. You know, I need to learn more still before I make any crazy decisions. You know, first thing, finding out definitively he's mine, and then... Going there from the responsible route, knowing that, you know, I can help provide financial support and I can also be a good role model. Uh, he doesn't currently doesn't have a father figure in his life, doesn't know I exist. And me being added to his life would only benefit both of our lives. I know that's true.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, the thing to remember is that financially it's helping it's helping the mother out, right? Because the kid doesn't give a fuck about your finances at all. Okay. I mean, later in life he'll realize, oh, yeah, yeah, my dad backed me and was taken care of because he had good money. But emotionally is where it's really all going to matter for the for the kid. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the most important thing. And you have a really good support system. You have good parents, and then you have really good friends who are all around you, and that's going to make having him a whole lot better because you're not doing anything alone. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people always think whenever they have kids. Some, some parents are doing that shit alone. Okay, my mother mm-hmm. did that shit alone, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. But you're, most parents don't have to do that shit alone. You have a good support system. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, bringing him around all of that is just going to be more beneficial for him because mm-hmm. he's going to have more people around him who actually care about him and love him. And that's an extremely important thing for a child. Mm-hmm. It's not the money. The The kid could care. fucking, <laughs> dude. I knew I was fucking... Broke when I was younger, but I didn't give a fuck because I didn't know what being rich looked like. I just knew that we didn't live in a fucking great house, you know, live in section eight. It was just more about like being with my mom and just like having a good time being being around people I cared about. That's what's important for a fucking child. It's not the, it's not the fucking money. That's going to be be between you and the mother. Whenever the kid comes around, dude, just be there with them, play Mm -hmm. around with them. You know what I mean? That's the shit that matters the most. No, oh. Letting him be a fucking child and knowing that it's okay and that you're right there. I'm not a parent. I sound like a fucking parent right now. But but that's <laughs> that's everything that matters to a kid is being able to be comfortable with you while they're being themselves. Because then they grow up later in life knowing it's okay. It's okay to be themselves. Because at some point in time, he's going to go through some shit probably where he's going to be like, oh, I'm not like them. Or they make fun of me for this. It's mm-hmm. It's whatever, dude. He's going to know that it's okay to be himself because you and his mother allowed him to be that. Mm -hmm. That's important shit for a child, man. (laughs) I know. I preach that to everybody. Trust me, I know. You know, I can look at my childhood,
1: and again, there's no perfect way to raise a child, too. I think that's one of the hardest things for me to look back and reflect on. You know, how my household was run um, was so non-traditional, which is, it's okay, And this is a lot of parents that grew up, you know, in in affluent parts of, you know, obviously Colorado, but I'm sure other areas in the U.S., you know, very liberal kind of child rearing, which is, again, has its pros and cons. I think it can make very nice children, but it's making an entire generation of children without purpose is the problem. It's like, well, we're all the same. Go be yourself. Education is everything and be happy. You literally that is what we are telling children now and it's like eh, i don't think that's the best message you know it's like no you get out the muck and you literally life does matter and you should care about it and you need stability in your life no hitting the, the hub and fucking swiping on tinder and or whatever the fuck you're addicted to drinking it's like that's not the meaning of life and again you can do it if you want but you'll be in hell I mean, that is what hell is from the biblical sense for sure is essentially it's your existence on this planet. Do you want one that's more stable or one that's less stable? You want, trust me, guys, I'm 32. I'm sure a lot of you guys are younger listening to this. Um, You want more stability, you know, or the guys my age or older than me that are just blowing backs out, you know, that aren't giving a shit. I mean, do it, I guess, but know that you can't escape hell. Every new hit of that dopamine you get of whatever the fuck you're doing out there. It ain't going to fix you, make you better long run at all. So,
0: Huge hits of fucking dopamine. Mm-hmm. A lot of men are lonely out there. A lot <laughs> of men are lonely out there.
1: Literally, yeah, it's polygamy, man. I mean, I'm the perfect example. It's very few men are getting most of the sexual access.
0: Well, they beat themselves down too, man. Oh, that's true. I mean, they, they literally have already made up in their minds that, Oh, I can't get anything, so why the fuck would I try? Oh,
1: confidence is at an all-time low. Super for fucking low sure.
0: for sure. Dude, I was watching this is pretty much off script, but it doesn't fucking matter. I was watching um a TikTok live last night because I woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I had like two hours before I had to go to work. And so I started watching this TikTok live and there's this dude playing fucking Madden. <laughs> and- <laughs> The whole time, and I watch these just because they're so interesting to me. This dude's playing Madden. You know what Madden is, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And he's like playing against somebody, and he is like livid, pissed off, and he's like, "Dude, this is gonna come back to bite you in a big way. Come back to bite you in a big way." And I'm saying, like, no, "What?" I was like, "What the fuck is actually going on?" And he was sitting there. And he's like punching the fucking chair. He's throwing the chair on live. Like probably hundreds of people were watching this, if not thousands. Of them. This dude is throwing a major fit over a video game. And I was like, this isn't what matters in life. I For a second, I didn't think I was watching something real. And that's probably the majority of men right now doing what he was doing, but in secret. I mean, he was literally throwing the fucking chair. And then he would get in the chair and be like, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mad. And he was just calling this dude a cheater. I was like, dude, like, you realize this? You're showing your ass, and this does not matter at all. Mm -hmm. It's over nothing. So a game where nothing in there is real. It's really having no effect on you, but you're letting it. Mm -hmm. And that takes a a toll on you because now you're going to think about it all fucking day. You're going to think about Madden all fucking day, and it's not something that matters. You let it affect you that way, and you you let it ruin your life. Mm -hmm. There's other things out there to be fucking concerned with, and that is what you're concerned with. Mm And this is fucking four o'clock in the morning <laughs> I don't even know where he was living. But that shit's fucking crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's real, though. That's a lot of things. You know, we've made life so convenient that little things really throw us off and make our lives not as convenient. And then we freak out where our anxious brain, primitive brain is not handled to live in this environment.
0: It, it, it literally reminded me of like a kid. 'Cause whenever I was younger I was extremely competitive. I had a little bit of anger issues back in the day, like eight to ten years old. And I would sit there and I play video games, so I'd play Madden. And dude, I would start throwing in hidden shit. But I was a kid, like I didn't know how to control anger or anything like that. I was just letting it out. But seeing a grown man do that, I was like, Come on, man, like you can't be a child. <laughs> and the fact that he let all these people see this, it's kind of mind blowing to me. I mean, well. Yeah. A lot of things are pretty mind
1: blowing today.
0: It it just shows you that that's that's, it's kind of
1: what's going on. Absolutely, I mean that's just one of an example of a bajillion things. Oh, absolutely! You know, people get in your own head about anything, and you'll convince yourself you're right, and you can go basically virtually do anything now. Really? I mean, if
0: have you ever watched like any Instagram lives or? tiktok uh, lives or anything like that for experimental uh, okay. reasons i highly suggest you do it okay I, there's tons of them where i'm like damn i wish i could fucking send this and, to her it's right all, all it is is a live link to what someone else is doing. it's a live stream of what they're doing currently and most of the times <coughs> most of the times you know kevin samuels right yeah, yeah, yeah he would do that but he would actually be talking to people like, yeah yeah I, i'm sure there's like, good informational yeah, stuff but most okay, of yeah. this stuff like just watch there's like just junk yeah watch some of the influencers it's there was some girl I was watching and all she was like, "Oh, come on guys, keep double tapping. Like the more more you tap, more people can see this." Mm-hmm. And she wasn't talking about anything at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why are we why are we doing this?" Like, yeah, she was a very attractive woman, for <laughs> well, sure. That's why. But it's like <laughs> well, I, like I sit there and I laugh at these. And it's just so comical. And sometimes I'll <laughs> have somebody else on with them sharing the screen. You're, you're consuming it right now. I, I mean, again, you're watching it. I am. This is more for like experimental reasons. And mm. most of the time because it's fucking mind-blowing that we like. Yeah. But that is mind-blowing is, is capturing
1: part of your attention. Oh, 100%. So every, every time you go on TikTok, again, even if it's positive things, YouTube, TikTok, anything, they're capturing. AI is basically capturing part of your attention to make pennies off you. Mm. Ironically, you know, the purpose of a podcast is to capture attention to make pennies off of people. But um, You know, I think it's, it's really, you have to be very careful about what you consume. Obviously we want people consuming us because we are the shit and we have got fucking some dope shit to talk about. (laughs) No, it's true. It's like, all right, so if you're going to consume it, how are you going to consume it responsibly? And again, I've been trying to figure that out for myself because I was not consuming it responsibly. Mm -hmm. It totally took my brain over.
0: It's always you know, something,
1: and it, but this has been going on way before the iPhone. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. internet, porn, porn for both of us, and and most men, I would say, our generation captured yes. us right
0: away at you know oh. ten, eleven years old. And I would say, oh, that did it ever? Mm-hmm. Did it fucking ever? Going from going from magazines because we both went from <laughs> magazines essentially, yeah, to well, fucking yeah. pretty much what we have now. <laughs> fucking, oh. it's fucking insane. Yeah. It is. I mean, the
1: way it just hits uh, your mind. My brain is like, oh, you should do that tonight. Like, I'm sitting here talking to you guys just being like, yeah, like, after this podcast is over, like, that would be good. Like, sex or the hub, like, one of the two would be a great way to relax at the end of the day. Uh And it's like, okay, well, that's a strong feeling, but what if you don't do it? What if you substitute with something else? And then you realize you can actually kind of calm yourself down. Mm -hmm. You can, like, more or less talk yourself down from it. Um, even though it's very stimulating, I know you guys, I know there's a lot of you motherfuckers out there that are around our age, you know, twenties and thirties finding this, this shit. I mean, real life, it's people fucking, it's not fake. I mean, it's fake in that it's staged, but it's, it's real skin, dick going in pussy, which is stimulating as fuck. You know, it's stimulating for me.
0: I tell you what, I don't think about nothing else while I'm in there. And, uh... (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, how hard has it been? Like, you know, I, I didn't watch it for, oh yeah. So another thing, didn't watch it for three months. As you guys know, I was seeing someone, um, that has ended for both of our personal reasons. Obviously I'm able to share mine. I will not disclose hers, but you know, we're on very good terms, you know, and ended very amicably. And, uh, I, well, maybe not very, but no, amicably enough for our circumstances and, um, you know, I really wish her the best of luck in her life. And hopefully, you know, things really turn around for her that, you know, we all kind of need need a win right now. I mean, that's true. We all fucking need a win. There's a lot of L's out there. Yeah. Oh, it seems like it's just
0: handing out L's. <laughs> you showed me a picture earlier of somebody that was married. <laughs> oh, fuck. And the woman just did not look happy. <laughs> I'm very curious. And you've, you've said this before, but I'm very curious how many, if women regret getting married more so than men at, at the time of the wedding. <laughs> oh man, we're going deep. Okay. Um, <sighs> in my eye, yeah. in my eye. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I think it would be the man because they're giving up all the options to sleep with other women. That's what I would think. But I'm not the normal type of man. Like, if I'm with somebody, I really enjoy it. Like, that's my person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to figure that out one day for myself. But anyways, so, uh, <laughs> now it's cool, man. I would say hmm, it's probably 50-50, but it depends, again, on the circumstance. You know, I think some people plan these weddings out for a long time. Something happens in the relationship. They feel like they can't get out. They want to save face and, you know, ultimately they kind of let their image consume them and they continue to go down the path of marrying this person. I've seen that a lot, you know, again, not bad, just people want to save face. They don't want to be like, oh my God, we're breaking up after we just got engaged and then they try to truck through a marriage. But I've talked to a lot of women, obviously, in my career and, um, you know, a lot of women that have been divorced do tell me and some that are still married, I've heard it all, you know, do tell me they essentially knew walking down the aisle that this wasn't their person. And, you know, I would say it's more that we have so much choice. You know, most of these individuals are 35 plus. So really pre-internet time. And, you know, even back then pre-internet, we're, we had more mobility than any other time in human history. We have planes, we have cars, um, hell for most of these, People will say 35 to, you know, 50, you know, they, they had enough conveniences in their life where it was, they had enough mobility to, and, and, knowledge, you know, schools, education as, as you know, it's tremendous what you can learn, you know, even pre-internet, you know, that it's like, yeah, there's, what is the meaning of all this? You know, it's like, oh, there is no meaning. Okay. We're just carbon meat suits. So, you know, I, I want to just have fun, I guess, on the planet, you know, or again, that natural state tends to drive People,
0: yeah, I don't. Yeah. Divorce yeah. rates <laughs> extremely high. Yeah, divorce rates extremely high, and the only reason I would say maybe a woman for sure, I think a woman at the start is excited about the marriage. I think a man depends on the circumstance. It does, but I, I, again, I don't know for a fact. But I think a woman at the start of the marriage, the idea of getting married, they love it. For a man at the start, they question it. They don't like it as much at all later on a couple years down the road i think a woman gets tired of it because they're the ones doing 80 percent of the divorcing Mm -hmm. where a man is like oh i can do this this it's actually a whole lot better for me in the long run so i think starting out a man is like oh jesus christ Hmm. but then later on in life a woman's like fuck me i'm with this and most times it's because a man doesn't take care of himself He lets himself go. Mm -hmm. He stops doing Doing all the things that he used to do. It's a huge fucking thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I would say a lot has to do with the fact, you know, sexual revolution and women have higher body counts than ever before you're supposed to wait for marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what's happening is that women are fucking around and if you're sleeping with 20 to 40 men, you're going to find out who the alphas are. Who's, who are the guys with the big dicks, well-spoken, can blow backs out. Mm-hmm. And those are men, once you fuck, you will always want, you know, they call this alpha widowing. I think that's a hilarious term, but I think it's it's quite honest of, you know, why did the Bible preach, you know, you wait for marriage. Is I think it was actually to protect women. And, you know, this is going way deep, but it's, it's, we're so hypergamous in nature. When women start sleeping around, they will forego other sexual opportunities. Even if that person would be a great partner to, um, sleep with that person, sleep with the highest quality guy she could get. And, um, you know, that's what's happening right now. That is basically the definition of my life. You, you tell, like, a creature to go out there and everyone is the same. You know, I never did this maliciously. I never did. And, the, you know, I think we, especially intelligent men, found out there's nothing better than new pussies, so you should just do that all the time. And, you know, I just got caught up like a fucking runaway train with it, honestly. Just so many different circumstances, social, technological, lack of religion. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of men out there like me. I know
0: that. So <laughs> Life, life, fucking life so i think (laughs) i think that women lie more okay than men in a relationship i think a woman lies more than men because we said this uh a woman knows her past can really hinder a relationship for a man but a man's past does not so a man doesn't feel obligated to really lie about most of the shit they've done Uh where a woman feels the need to lie about a lot of shit that they have done and this isn't every woman. I can't Obviously, I can't speak for a woman. I have no idea. I'm not a woman. But I know for a man, most men don't really lie.
1: Mm. They do. I they, really, they try I to really, embellish. They yeah. think that a lot
0: of men try to embellish their
1: lives to enhance their futures. Mm. So they want to put themselves in a the light that shows a female that they have a promising future. Because trust mm. me, that will make a girl fuck you, suck you, or <laughs> date you. I mean, I really mean that. It, if you can present. <laughs> it's I've, a fucking rap. I'm line a pretty right smart there. human being. I learned that. <laughs> It was all about my future, and I think that was something I need. I guess you need to convey to a female in a honest way. You know, if you're not being honest about that, that is essentially the equivalent of a female being dishonest about her past. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like don't don't just say you have a future; like prove you have a future. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that's a high quality man, isn't one that's fucking around or watching porn, like not caring cheating, lying, stealing. I mean, again, doing things that were in the Bible for a reason to be like, Hey, y'all motherfuckers need stability because you're very imperfect. And this helps you. Now it doesn't mean you got to go by the line by line and read the whole thing. But if you take the outline of what the Bible is, which I'm reading right now, it's, and again, it was meant to stabilize the human condition of we're just full of sin. You know, we're full of imperfection.
0: My boy, Eric just found God. (laughs) Oh yeah. Just found God. That's true. And again, <laughs> I do
1: I think he's a white-bearded man in the sky? No. But, oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Jesus
0: no. was a white man. <laughs>
1: but I get it. Like, you really, motherfuckers, you guys, you know you need that stability. And I'm, we're we're trying to help you guys with that, honestly. That's the whole point of this.
0: Creating purpose for ourselves. Man, you have a new fucking purpose now. Oh, yeah, I do. For the sure. This fucking <laughs> changed for sure. It feels good,
1: guys. I mean, all the guys living out there, like, who cares whatever. And, I mean, if you're able to stabilize yourself and relax and be present and be like, oh, okay, maybe I want to change XYZ behavior, it'll help you long run because when you get news, like what I've learned is that I have a son, you're able to be like, oh, okay, we'll just take it in stride. You know, you just like, okay, well, that's part of my past. So behavior, it's like a ah, behavior I don't want to do anymore. Um, but it's like, oh, I want to teach my son now that I have some – purpose in my life to be a better man than me you know not this like yeah just going out and having fun and just fucking all the time and you know education's everything men and women are the same like no fuck no that's not ain't what he's going to be taught and that's what i was taught i would say to a a detrimental part of my life honestly and um, you know i love my parents to death it's not their thing it is a cultural it's a new cultural norm because of technology, social standards, everything else that's happening.
0: Well, you just got to remember, man, like you got a good support system. People around you are going to support the child. So, yep. you're not I'm doing very this fortunate. whole thing <laughs> fucking alone. You got good friends, man. Yeah. I'll fucking be there. I love being a fucking <laughs> uncle. It's one of my favorite things in the fucking world. No, I know you'll be there. I so. love that shit. <laughs> We're definitely going to go out and go to fucking Fort fun. Oh, yeah gives me an excuse to be a fucking kid again, thank God. (laughs) It's good, I'm Fucking dying. But again, do activities that are going to be a lot better for us
1: too. Not going to the bars, not getting fucked up. Like, you know, I don't want to be drinking around my son. Like, it it does. It just changes everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be fucking around my son or, you know, hitting the hub, you know. It's like, I don't want him doing that. I mean, it makes, it changes everything. It's Mm -hmm. so easy to just stay away from that stuff. It's. Maybe not so easy. It's it, it clicks in your brain of like, Oh yeah, I'm not gonna like hit the hub because you know, I don't want my son watching the hub. I like, guess just a waste of time. So it's real. I mean it's that purpose. Yeah. But again, be a better father for the next generation. I mean, that's what each one of us is here to do. I mean, if you think you do have a good bone in your
0: body, you know, consider having a kid at least. Listen, man, I've always said if my generation isn't the one to change the world. I want to raise a generation that's going to change the world. That's
1: fucking awesome.
0: And I think that's definitely what we should be trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. I mean, currently it seems like we're kind of failing. Maybe the generation above us with all the mm-hmm. fucking school shootings and everything that's going mm-hmm. on. But that's not, it's not always the case. There's a lot of other underlining factors that go into that. But our generation, we have to actively try Oh, yeah, edu- fuck, yeah. edu- educate them in the right things mm-hmm. in life and reality. Yeah. Empathy. Fuck, dude. I mean, reality. I think that train left the station.
1: You fuck look them. at everyone, look around you, look at the gym, man. It's like people are there, but they're not. They're living in this fucking metaverse. Metaverse. Know? You know, it's, it's a way to live, I guess. And I use it, you know, I listen to music, but you know, I ain't scrolling through shit, but it's still me living in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Even when I listen to Spotify, it's like, oh, like, you know, endless song selection. You're just picky. It, even the choice of music is difficult today. I remember when I used to work out I had an iPod shuffle, had like 32 songs on it. Mm-hmm. I had 32 songs to pick through. I'd just listen to everyone all the way through. Nowadays, I'm sure when you work out and everyone else, you're like, no, nah, no, that's not motivational enough, not motivational enough. No, I don't want that tempo. I want the you're just more yeah. picky. Yeah, it's just funny. I mean that's our life. It's yeah. so is dating, so is mm-hmm. everything.
0: I listen to slow jams when I work out though. Do you? Absolutely. Baby making music? Hmm. That's very odd. I would not have guessed that. I fuck. oh yeah. Dude, that's like my I am most people are like, oh dude, I need I need fucking crazy music. For me, it's all about the mentality. The music means fucking nothing. I just it's my mentality whenever I go into a place mm-hmm. that makes me do the shit. The music makes me doesn't make me fucking do anything, mm-hmm. so I listen to music I actually fucking enjoy. Sometimes it might be hardcore rap, okay. Most of the time it's fucking Tyrese, all right. I'm listening to Boys to Men in this bitch, Jagged Edge. i listen to the I'll, I'll listen to fucking Disney music, man. Honestly, honest to <laughs> God, that's that's just me trying to control my mental though, because it's. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time when you do something, it's not other things that motivate you; it's you that motivates you. I like that. Yes, seriously. Thank you. So, anytime you're coming up and getting ready to talk to me, dude, mm-hmm. I got some music on. Oh, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> really? Oh, that's Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so funny. I'm like
1: literally trying to wrap my head around that. I yeah, because I don't do that obviously.
0: <laughs> that's nobody uh, else does that. Yeah, shit. I was gonna say. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty unique. Yeah, that's
1: funny though.
0: But that's me being okay with who I am, and that's what we're trying to help everybody get to. Oh, again. You are who you are based on your experiences. But,
1: you know, I do believe that, you know, you got to be honest. Be honest knowing men and women are very different. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, but it is okay. You're in the moment you're in. What can you change, even if it's hard as shit, to better your life? You know, and I've had to figure that out. I've been like, no Tinder, no hookups, no porn, no drinking. You know, that was for me. Mm -hmm. What someone else is doing is going to be very different for them. And that's, again, what yeah, what this is all about. This mm-hmm. is awesome.
0: I think so. that person, those people, just have to ask yourself questions. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest thing to do for yourself is ask your own, ask yourself your own questions. And you obviously have the answer. and No one else can answer that for you. No. And you can figure it out from there. It's a long road, but you can really figure it out. Helps you think more logically. I promise you that. It's helped me out tremendously. Hmm. If you don't have a support system either, I know it makes it a little more difficult. Oh, but yeah. we're but we're here. i don't fucking I love talking to people. I'll <laughs> listen to anybody. You let me fucking know. Hit up them socials. Twitter less tech more neck. Use it for good. Use Let's, it use this good. stuff
1: for good or like at least be mindful about what the fuck we're doing on it. You know. Mm. Come on, you guys. I mean, I know most of you motherfuckers out there would be better off. You're just like, eh, maybe you just deleted that Tinder app or whatever. And like, eh, maybe I'm not. Like, I'm gonna take Pornhub out of like my top visited sites. You know.
0: You know, uh, I would I would suggest taking a break from social media. I got a I got a friend who uh, who used to live here, and he he was thirty five, and he would sleep with all these college girls, and like he was kind of he was kind of in a he was in a place you could see it. Oh yeah, he's a good dude, love the dude dearly, but he was kind of in a place mentally, and you could see it. And he he moved, which was a great thing for him. And I talked to him the other day, and he was like, "Man, I've deleted." all social medias like i'll go on there check my dms just to catch up with people but other than that i don't scroll or anything like that hmm. he's oh, like yeah. he's like talking so. to this girl now too which she's older my age which is for him is <laughs> is older but it seems to be going well and he seems like he's doing a whole lot better than before so my suggestion is maybe take a break from social medias for a minute huh. and see how you feel mentally a month just check it out see how you feel i'm good you know, give it a shot. See who's in your circle. If
1: you're like, oh, well, there's no one in my social circle that I would want to date. Change your behavior. Mm-hmm. Start working out. You know, start going to different stores, doing different activities. Mm-hmm. Going to the bars. Stop going to the bars. Yeah, you gotta, if, you gotta get out.
0: Yeah. If I mean, like, if you're trapped up in the house, and you're like, oh man, I need to hit the hub, go to a store, like legit, like go to Target or something, and just like walk around. You know what I mean? I do it on occasion. I don't know about Target. Uh, Walmart, that'd be better. Well, any store. I don't care. It doesn't matter what store. I it doesn't matter. I love Target. But I mean, I literally, I'll go and I'll like go to a store and I'll fucking walk around. We all know why he likes Target. It's so all the women's shop. Man, they have some high quality fucking clothing there yeah. too. They got high quality ass there too. Maybe so. But... <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh come on! That's what everyone knows. Targets for oh, that was
0: amazing. <laughs> it's a great place, but I mean, yeah, you. Step yeah, it out doesn't matter you...
1: where. It doesn't matter where you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm just. Yeah, know, fucking just idiot.
0: Try to try to step out and control control what you can control, and you can mm-hmm. control not watching porn. Yeah, no, just again,
1: anything. If you're like just scrolling through nothing, just be like, fuck. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll just like read a random book mm-hmm. or something. You know. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's more the initiative. It's like you can read all the books in the world. You also need to step outside your comfort zone and actually go say hi to somebody. I think that is a completely lost art that
0: people really lost during COVID for sure. So it's not good. (laughs) Absolutely. So hit us up on our socials. We have all the socials. Hit us up. If you want to just talk to us, do it. I run it. This is personal. There ain't no one else running this shit. It's us running all of it. Mm -hmm. If you got any questions, hit us up you want us to talk about a particular topic hit us up we can definitely do that
1: or if you want to be on the podcast come on
0: yeah if you live in the area and it's easy for you for sure we can definitely set that up very very easygoing people here so thanks for listening okay. it has been less tech more neck i'm Devante. And this is eric love you let's take more neck mm-hmm y'all hear what I say. Let's take my neck for your mother and your brother. We're gonna hear from Eric and Devontae. It's strange times and these are strange days and it's strange people living strange ways. So expect, let's take my neck.